Well, praise the Lord. It's so good to be in his house today. Please turn in your Bibles to the book of Philippians, chapter 2. Philippians 2, beginning at verse 12. Therefore, my beloved, as you have always obeyed, not in my presence only, but now much more in my absence. Work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. For it is God who works in you both to will and to do for his good pleasure. Do all things without complaining and disputing that you may become blameless and harmless. Children of God, without fault, in the midst of a crooked and perverse generation, among whom you shine as lights in the world, holding fast the word of life, so that I may rejoice in the day of Christ, that I have not run in vain or labored in vain. Yes, if I am being poured out as a drink offering on the sacrifice and service of your faith, I am glad and rejoice with you all. For the same reason, you also be glad and rejoice with me. Children of God, children of God, sons and daughters of the Most High, his offspring. Now, children of God have a manner in this life, a way of life and living, a representation, a presentation. Those that carry their father's name, those that characterize the family. They are, in fact, the product of training and development, a result of guidance and discipline. In this portion of Scripture, children of God are likened to light. The New King James Version, lights in the world. J.B. Phillips' New Testament, like lights in a dark place. In the Amplified Bible, bright lights, stars or beacons shining out clearly in the dark world. We read the words found in Luke chapter 11. Verses 35 and 36, Therefore take heed that the light which is in you is not darkness. If then your whole body is full of light, having no part dark, the whole body will be full of light. As when the bright shining of a lamp gives you light. Children of God, Sons and daughters of the Most High, his offspring. 
There's a certain manner of life and living for those that are His children. The children of God are light bearers. You know, if we are going to shine, there must be obedience. Philippians 2, verse 12, Therefore, my beloved, as you have always obeyed, not as in my presence only, but now much more in my absence. In the presence of the godly, and when not, in the presence of the godly. The light is not to change based on environment. The light is not to be tampered with. No dimming down. No bushels, buckets, or baskets. This manner, the manner of the genuine. We are a representation of our Father. Should we be true children of light? His offspring, sons and daughters of the Most High. You see, our Father is the Father of lights. James 1, 17 and 18, Every good gift and every perfect gift is from above and comes down from the Father of lights with whom there is no variation or shadow of turning. Of his own will, he brought us forth by the word of truth, that we might be a kind of first fruits of his creatures. No shadow in the Father, no shadow in his children. When a good son or daughter heads out of the home, they carry the Spirit. They are governed by the Spirit or obedience that has been worked into them. Obedience isn't left at the door, at the threshold of the home. If this were so, would the child be in or out of order in the eyes of the Father? The spirit of obedience worked in us, and at work in us illuminates us. Philippians 2.12, the living Bible, dearest friends, when I was there with you, you were always so careful to follow my instructions. And now that I'm away, you must be even more careful to do the good things that result from being saved. Obeying God with deep reverence, shrinking back from all that might displease Him. Now the good news is, we are not alone. Verse 13, the New King James Version, For it is God who works in you both to will and to do for His good pleasure. We've got to let the Lord work in us. The living Bible for God is at work within you, helping you want to obey Him 
and then helping you do what he wants. If we are going to shine, if we are going to be a representation of the Father, carry the family name, represent the family well outside of the home. Can you hear what the Spirit's saying today? There must be obedience. If we are going to shine, it'll mean working out our own salvation with fear and trembling. Verse 12, work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. Philip's New Testament, be keener than ever to work out the salvation that God has given you with a proper sense of awe and responsibility. The Amplified, work out, cultivate, carry out to the goal and fully complete your own salvation with reverence and awe and trembling, self-distrust, with serious caution, tenderness, and conscience watchfulness against temptation, timidly shrinking from whatever might offend God and discredit the name of Christ. That's New Testament Christianity. That word fear, reverence, Respect, it's the right kind of fear. And yes, the holy fear of a holy father. The holy fear a holy father instills in a child. And the word trembling, a trembling or quaking with fear, with fear and trembling used to describe the anxiety of one who distrusts his ability completely to meet all the requirements, but religiously does his utmost to fulfill his duty. Notice what the Bible says. The individual, the son or daughter, must work out their own salvation. Mother, father, grandma, grandpa, fellow Christian, preacher, can't do it for us. Each son, each daughter must work out their own salvation with fear and trembling. The NLV, you must keep on working to show you have been saved from the punishment of sin. Be afraid that you may not please God. Fear and trembling are fitting and right for the child of God. And this will keep us shining. This will keep us bright. Now, any parent in the natural, naturally speaking, there are things done by children outside the home beyond the eyes of their father, things the father would not approve of. 
And it might be that the Father never knows what has been done. But we understand that our Heavenly Father's eyes are always upon us. Nothing hid from His eyes. Remember the Sunday school song? Oh, be careful little eyes what you see. Oh, be careful little ears what you hear. Oh, be careful little tongue what you say. Oh, be careful little hands what you do. Be careful little feet where you go. There's a Father up above looking down in love. So be careful. The eyes of the Lord are not restricted to the church building or times of devotion. He's always watching. There's no doubt that fear and trembling keep us careful. You see, the unregenerate have no concern for the eyes of God, and yet they should. He's watching it all, and the record is kept. Nothing hid from the eyes of the Lord. And here we are in the midst of a crooked and perverse generation. And the call is to shine. If we are going to shine, we're going to have to allow God to work in us. Verse 13, it is God who works in you both to will and to do for His good pleasure. His will and His good pleasure. On the inside, no walls of resistance, no inner rebellion. Without light on the inside and at the core, there will be no true light on the surface. Philip's New Testament, for it is God who is at work within you, giving the will and power to achieve his purpose. The Amplified, not in your own strength, for it is God who is all the while effectually at work in you, energizing and creating in you the power and desire, both to will and to work for his good pleasure and satisfaction and delight. You know, thank the Lord that we have His Spirit in us. The Holy Ghost helping us. Galatians 5.16, I say then, walk in the Spirit. What's the result? And you shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. (laughs) So when... We're fulfilling the lust of the flesh. I have to say, according to the text, we're not walking in the Spirit. You know, this is the stride of a child of God. How different would life be if we were always walking in the Spirit? we are going to shine, it'll mean doing all things in a certain way. We pick up the text, do all things without complaining and disputing. 
that you may become blameless and harmless, children of God without fault. In the midst of a crooked and perverse generation, among whom you shine as lights in the world. All things, without complaining and disputing. That's the call. That's the Bible way. That's the standard. That's the way for the child of God according to the pure Word of God. The Amplified, do everything without murmuring or questioning the providence of God so that you may prove yourselves to be blameless and guileless, innocent and uncontaminated, children of God without blemish, in the midst of a morally crooked and spiritually perverted generation, among whom you are seen as bright lights, beacons shining out clearly in the world of darkness. manner of life and living. This difference upon us and in us. Philip's New Testament, do all you have to do without grumbling or arguing so that you may be God's children, blameless, sincere, and wholesome, living in a warped and diseased world. And shining there like lights in a dark place. For you hold in your hands the very word of life. You know, we could pause and take stock of our own lives. We could judge ourselves, each son, each daughter of the Most High. And those that aren't, take stock of our own lives, judge ourselves to see whether or not we are in the faith. Better yet, let us ask the Lord to reveal His findings to us. If we are going to shine, we must hold fast the word of life. Verse 16, holding fast the word of life. You know, I wonder how holy life would become, how bright it would get if we were always literally holding the word of life in our hands, there out in front of us. Bible out front, truth out front. But we understand this isn't plausible. The living Bible holding out to them the word of life. The Amplified holding out and offering to everyone the word of life. New Century Version, you offer the teaching that gives life. We are called light. sons and daughters of the Most High. What we're talking about is being living epistles. 2 Corinthians 3, 2 and 3, you are our epistle written in our hearts, 
known and read by all men. Clearly you are an epistle of Christ, ministered by us, written not with ink, but by the Spirit of the living God, not on tablets of stone, but on tablets of flesh, that is, of the heart. This is what it means to be light bearers. For the very Word of God is a light and a lamp. And the Word in us is the offering. It's the teaching that gives life. We're called to be consistent and the same everywhere. Every environment, no matter where we are, No dimmers. If we are going to shine, man, we need to head up the mountain. Exodus 34, beginning at verse 29. Now it was so when Moses came down from Mount Sinai, and the two tablets of the testimony were in Moses' hand when he came down from the mountain that Moses did not know that the skin of his face shone while he talked with him. So when Aaron and all the children of Israel saw Moses, behold, the skin of his face shone, and they were afraid to come near him. Then Moses called to them, and Aaron and all the rulers of the congregation returned to him, and Moses talked with them. Afterward, all the children of Israel came near, and he gave them commandments all that the Lord had spoken with him on Mount Sinai. And when Moses had finished speaking with them, he put a veil on his face. But whenever Moses went in before the Lord to speak with them, he would take the veil off until he came out. And he would come out and speak to the children of Israel, whatever he had been commanded. And whenever the children of Israel saw his face, that the skin of Moses' face shone. Then Moses would put the veil on his face again until he went in to speak with him. When Moses would head up the mountain to talk with the Lord, to commune with the Lord, his countenance was affected. Moses would come down from the mountain unaware that his face shone but others were aware. And often, this is how it is with us. A visible difference in the flesh, a shining in the flesh. Well, the people were afraid in the case of Moses, and so he put a veil on. But 2 Corinthians 3.18, we read these words, But we all, with unveiled face, beholding as in a mirror the glory of the Lord, are being transformed into the same image from glory to glory, just as by the Spirit of the Lord. Sons and daughters of the Most High, head up the mountain, spend time with your Father, get into the presence, 
The message reads, whenever though they turn to face God as Moses did, God removes the veil. And there they are face to face. They suddenly recognize that God is a living personal presence, not a piece of chiseled stone. And when God is personally present, a living spirit, that old constricting legislation is recognized as obsolete. We're free of it, all of us. Nothing between us and God. Our faces shining with the brightness of His face. And so we are transfigured much like the Messiah, our lives gradually becoming brighter and more beautiful as God enters our lives and we become like Him. There's a difference in the countenance, in the flesh, in the face of those that are close to the Father. Remember the man Stephen? And the stoning of this holy man, a soldier of light, Acts 6.15, and all who sat in the council looking steadfastly at him saw his face as the face of an angel. The presence of the Lord changes us. It touches the physical. David boldly declared, For I shall yet praise him, the help, health of my countenance. Psalm 42, 11. And he repeats the same statement in Psalm 43, 5. In the original Hebrew, the proper rendering of both these verses is, God, the salvation of my face. Anyone need a holy facelift? Yes and amen, Lord. Matthew chapter 5, verses 14 to 16. You are the light of the world. Son, daughter of the Most High. His offspring. You are the light of the world. A city that is set on a hill cannot be hidden. Nor do they light a lamp and put it under a basket but on a lampstand, and it gives light to all who are in the house. Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father in heaven. Let your light shine before men you know, outside of the confines of the church, in every environment. The message, here's another way to put it. You ever wonder why you're here? As a son or daughter of the Most High? Well, you're here to be light, bringing out the God colors in the world. God is not a secret to be kept. We're going public with this, as public as a city on a hill. If I make you light bearers, you don't think I'm going to hide you under a bucket, do you? I'm putting you on a light stand. Now that I put you there on a hilltop, on a light stand, shine. Keep open house. Be generous with your lives. By opening up to others, you'll prompt people to open up with God. 
this generous Father in heaven. You know, perhaps someone in the room needs to hear this today. It's time to go public with your Christianity. Your commitment to Christ, your consecration to Jesus, your confession, your heritage, your family name. Let the world know who your Father is. The Bible does not say go private with this. We aren't behind closed doors Christians. We aren't Sunday saints. Off with the baskets. Cast away the buckets. Burn the bushels. You're here to be light. And wherever God's placed you, you're there to be light. In society, wherever God's placed us, we're there to be light. And the light is not to change based on environment. Or the crowd. We're talking about being consistent. Sons or daughters, they carry a spirit of obedience. They don't leave it at the door when they head out. All part light, no part dark. Just like their father. We can have the worship team come today. Share with you the words of David Wilkerson, Jesus tells us, ye are the light of the world, Matthew 5, 14. His statement here is about much more than just doing ministry. It extends beyond teaching, preaching, or passing out tracts. Christ tells us very plainly, ye are the light. He's saying, you are not just a reflection of the light. You're not a mere conduit. You are the light itself. And the intensity of your light depends on the intensity of your walk with me. Do you see what the Lord is implying here? The world recognizes those who walk closely with Him. Your neighbors or co-workers may not know about your daily communion with Christ, your faith in Him, your utter dependence upon him, but they do see the light that shines from you because of the life you have with him. And as long as nothing hinders that life, your light will continue to shine in the darkness. Ye are the light of the world. A city that is set on a hill cannot be hid. Jesus is saying, I have put you on exhibition to the world. People are looking at you. Because I've made you a spectacle. You're a light that is not meant to be hidden. So, who are these lights set on a hill? And where do we see them? They're not usually found in the limelight. They aren't among the self-centered, self-promoting people who live for recognition in this world. 
And they are not among those self-important church cliques who pretend to be holy but gossip, murmur, and complain. Through the years, I've seen many believers who appear godly, but in truth are spiritually lazy. They tell others about their failings and weaknesses, thinking this makes them humble, yet they are quick to judge others. They don't possess the true, giving, loving, servant-like spirit of Christ. On the contrary, the light they have is actually darkness. Jesus says, if therefore the light that is in thee be darkness, how great is that darkness? Matthew 6, 23. Where there is no life of Christ, there can be no light for others. Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father which is in heaven. The reason that we are to let our light shine forth to the world is that God may receive glory. Let's be what we were born again to be. Children of God and proud of it. Sons and daughters of the Most High. Not ashamed of the gospel. Blameless and harmless Children of God without fault in the midst of a crooked and perverse generation among whom we shine as lights in the world, holding fast the word of life. Let's be what we were born again to be. Let's be light bearers. Let's go public with our Christianity. Stand in the house today. Lord, we're reminded of what we are to be and what we are today. I pray that the cry of our hearts the prayer of our hearts, Lord, would be that you would be glorified in, in our life and in our living, that you would use us, and Lord, that we would shine as the light we are for your honor and your glory, God. And we just lift this up. Our God reigns. <clears throat>